So if you guys have noticed, maybe I will. But anyway, so um, recently, and I'm not doing a walking podcast. I ain't had a walking podcast in a while. Um, I'm just doing some cleaning up, though. Um, so recently, I have um, recently um started using the new logo for my podcast. So, um. I don't there was an accident, an accident, but I realized, like, wait a minute, I'm going to have to keep this, this logo eventually. So, um, anyway, I'm in here trying to clean up this office, light work, um, no heavy work. Y'all know I can't do all the heavy lifting. Not, you know, it's hard enough to bend, um, in my back, but you know how it is. God gonna gotta work it out. He'll work it out one day, one way or another. The Lord will work it out. So um y'all know one thing about me, I love to support people in their journey of life and you know, they wait to you know, however they use to you know, whatever method they use to whatever, you know, get to God. You know, whatever, however God used them. Because, you know, how I grew up was that religion was one way and reaching God was one way. And it had to be the way you knew or else everybody else was just going to die and go to hell. But I'm learning that um, everybody has their own cultural way of reaching reaching God. And um, it may not be the way that I reach him, but hey, as long as they in contact with who they say they contacted, then let it be. Let it be. Let it be. You know what I mean? Let it go. Just leave them people cheering alone. Leave them alone. So, um, and I'm looking at my office and it's so depressing in here sometimes. Depressing it is. Not just depressing, but it's also frustrating because, shall I need three good shelves three good 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 shelves one day I'm gonna get shelf happy get some help in here to help me put these shelves together it's gone and um somebody to help me put this stuff on these shelves you know I got some back brace and stuff that I can use for my back now I'm so excited about that so I don't have to be worried about my back hurting um, when I'm doing like my my light duty stuff, um, this is you know I don't do nothing heavy. Back ain't gonna throw me out the window. But anyway, I um I'm learning that um I need a shelf, child. Churn. Um, working fine for me. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to it, y'all. Oh. Where's Alexa? Alexa was on my bookshelf too. I don't know why I put Alexa. Alexa. Jesus. Alexa is at. She was on this shelf. I have no idea where I put Alexa. Is she in the window? Oh, she's in the window. Oh. Shout out, I was panicked. I almost thought I got rid of her. Anyway, come on in. Let's talk, y'all, because I'm just trying to figure out my whole life in here. And I done 
got lost up in time, but um, these intros be something. I be having full-blown conversations and intros. Be like, Lord, wait a minute, I don't got time. They got away from me. All right, come on, let's come on, come on, come on. We gotta talk about some stuff. Come on, let's go on in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Synergy, the place where we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are, good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. Hope you enjoy the podcast on the day. Listen, if you have been with me and rock with me for a long time, thank you for your faithful services. Thank you for your faithful services. You hear me? Y'all like church members. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. The only difference is we don't take up tithes and offering. Although that is a good thought now, you know, take up a little tithe and offering from the church. You know, come to Jesus. Take up some tithes and offering. I'm just playing. Anyway, so if you are cooking something to eat, make sure you save me a bite. And that's a B-Y-T-E, not a B-I-T-E, of what you're cooking. Oh, so listen, if them babies is up, give them a kiss and let them know Uncle BJ love them. Because I really love babies. Um, And once again, after that dream I had about somebody trying to fix me, or, um, trying to hook me through some sweets and treats, I don't want nothing y'all got to cook. Don't give me nothing to cook or don't give me nothing to eat off your table. Cause y'all ain't y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't gonna be right. You know, you just can't take a wholesome friendship and a good connection and just then just let it be. You just got to go on and try to hook people with the wootery. And so no, no, no. I ain't hungry no more. Going fire, but I ain't hungry no more. So if you don't hear me asking for desserts, pies and cakes and things, it's because I ain't hungry no more. <laughs> anyway. Come on in here. Let's talk about some stuff. So, lately I have been wondering, um, I've been wondering really, you know, about um, certain friendships that we form, relationships that we form. Um, you know, I had a friendship. And I wouldn't say I had, because I don't know where it stands. You ever been in a situation you don't know where it stands? But I think that is your answer. When you don't know where it stands, that is your answer, where it stands, really. Yeah. Because when you don't know where something stands at, that pretty much tells you where it stands. That if you don't know it's on good terms, bad terms, you don't know if y'all rocking, falling apart. You really don't know where you guys are at. You know, you're sitting there like, I know we supposed to be, but I really don't know where we're at right now. That tells you pretty much where you're at. And so in this case, I'm um I'm literally, you know, it's a friendship. And so I don't know where the friendship stands at. I really don't. Honestly, I don't. I can't tell you where it's at right now. I can't tell you where it's going, but I can tell you in my mind what I perceive it to be is a fail. And I perceive it to be O-V-E-R because at this point, it seems as if, um, number one, let me just paint the background again. So you have a friendship and the friendship goes awry because one person in the friendship believes it's their, their right to be able to treat everybody else like trash and garbage and foolishness and dirt and, and and uh, mistreat people and abuse people and say things uh, sailing against people and treat people negatively. And then when they can no longer get what they want from people, um, they tend to try to manipulate the situation, try to make it seem like the person is wrong, 
you know, oh, they betrayed me, you know, all kind of stuff like that. But the thing is, is that when you look at when you look at the 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 situation in its totality, and I, I think I'm trying to, I'm beating around the situation to kind of present, you know, trying not to throw nobody on the bus, but I'll, I'll I'll just go ahead and say this. So, all right, so I was due to go on a mini vacay, uh, me and my mother, and we were going to a undisclosed location for a couple of days. And the location that we were going to, you know, one of my friends, aka brothers, lived there. And um and so and y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments. Y'all just post what you feel in the comments. Or what you leave in the comments. And um I'm cleaning up as well, so y'all to hear me rattling stuff, dropping stuff. So, um so in the process of going you know, you getting ready to go on this trip, go on this vacation and stuff like that. So we were going to rent a car. So in the process of going to rent the car, you know, the car ended up breaking down. And I was like, dang, what's going on with this car? You know, why this car, you know, is breaking down? You know, and I'm, I'm really, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a very spiritual person, I, I would like to say. They're not just a normal spiritual person. I'm a very spiritual person. Like, I, I'm spiritual. I believe in the spirit realm. Hear me, hear me, Lachuren. I believe in spirit realm. So, so um, in the the interim of everything, and I'm sitting here like, okay, we are we're waiting, you know, for people to come, somebody to come and bring us some gas, and you know, help us out or whatever. So, in the process of sitting there waiting, um, waiting on someone to come, I can hear someone praying a prayer against us coming on the trip now in my mind i was not going to see them at all that wasn't even my goal i can care less you know my stepfather had passed and you know i was going to get away from home you know just to go to get away from home and just you know relax in a in a a different city to kind of get away from the place that i'm grieving at and kind of move to go to another place you know where i could actually um relax at now my mom and this is why I always tell people, I say, listen, if you're going to do something, don't include me into your, 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 your decisiveness of, you, you know, don't, don't include me in the stuff that's going to be kind of, kind of looked at as usury or negativity and stuff like that. Cause listen, I don't, I don't entertain that type of dumb junk, you know? And so anyway, um, so in the midst of, getting um ready you know i like i said i i can hear this individual praying against us coming i was like dang it's really like i was like you know in my mind i was like i was thinking to myself i was like dang it's really like that like why would you want us not to come and i had already sent my message i was like listen i'm we if you busy do you i'm not coming to see you anyway i'm coming to chill i'm trying to get away from my all the grief that I'm surrounded with. I'm trying to get away from home to just kind of just breathe. You know, it ain't don't have to be about me visiting you and seeing you because I really don't have to see you. You know, because at this point, I don't see enough people to last me a lifetime. I just really want to lay my head down in a whole nother state right now and just, just chill. So in my mind, you know, I'm sitting there like, okay, why, why are you praying against me? Why are you praying against us coming? And so it was just a whole lot of fight. And so immediately I can hear the voice of the person that was praying. I was like, oh, you serious? You know, I was hurt. Like, I was hurt a little bit. Then I kind of bounced back. I was like, you know what? It shouldn't, it doesn't, it should not surprise me 
that the heart of people are like this. It shouldn't surprise me. And and people that call you friend, it shouldn't surprise me that that not even people that call you friend um, would do this to you. It should not surprise you, you know. And so I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And I just kind of like, you know, bounced back, and I was like, whatever, you know. It shouldn't surprise me that people that even people that call me friend would pray against me and you know wish above all things that I wouldn't even come to get a break away from you know my own situation. And so I was like, well, you know, it is what it is. So I really addressed it publicly. I was like, you know, you know, stop, don't do spiritual stuff. Cause it, you do spiritual stuff. I'm going to know that you did it. I'm going to know who you are. I'm going to know that you did it. And that's just all to it. And so, um, and I, I called it out. And so then I was like, you know, then when I called it out and I was like, you know, don't do stuff like that. So they went to, posting all kind of crazy stuff on their social media in reference to what I had said. And it was like, you know, basically you come for me, you come for my character, I'll come for your head or whatever and all kind of crazy stuff. And I'm like, um, yeah, but I was like, eventually I was like, no, you know, don't post subliminal messages and stuff like that. And I'm a firm believer. Social media is not the platform for a lot of stuff that we post on there and, and I really was like, you know, for someone to be close or quote unquote close to you as a friend, you would think that they would have a particular type of access to you that they, if you have a problem, if you have a grievance, so to speak, or an issue with, with your friend or your brother or whatever the case, your sister, whatever the case may be, you will take it to them, right? You'll go to them and you'll confront the issue. So anyway, um, immediately what I realized was this person did not want to confront the issue. They wanted an audience. And what I've learned is when you deal with people with an that that's always posting stuff on social media for an audience and for accolades and for a whole booster crew, those are narcissistic people because they want people to feel like that somebody's attacking me, they're wrong, and I'm right. And so, of course, they got their whole little, like Trump had his whole little, what is that, your whole little parade, your whole little party, you know, just rooting for you and don't know they're rooting for the wrong stuff. Do they know that you was around here praying evil prayers against people? And so it turned into a situation where they was like, you know, they stopped, you know, they stopped talking to me. They really did. They stopped talking to me. But I ain't lose no sleep. But what I learned through the valuable lessons is this, and that is when someone has done you wrong and you did nothing to them, Let their conscience be their God. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this. And I've, and I've had people that, that, that I don't communicate with anymore to post stuff or say stuff on social media, which, you know, if social media is your way of communicating how you feel about me, then if that makes you heal or whatever the case may be, or that, that makes you feel good. Whatever makes you feel good about yourself, then go ahead on and do it, baby. That, that you know, then they go to my letter because it really doesn't make me any 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 feel any any different anything about anyone. Um, I can honestly say that I'm at a place that what people have said and done, or have attempted to do, or tried to do, even lies that people have put on my name. I I let me. I'm going to be the first that I love them from the bottom of my heart. I can honestly say that. I, I really do. I love them. You you don't have to ever talk to me again. I don't ever have to talk to you again. But I love you. 
I want you to know I love you and I forgive you and I want you to heal and move on. Now there's a difference between I love you and I forgive you and you're welcome in my space. No, we we we're not gonna do that. You're not welcome in my space. You we're not you're not welcome to even share the same atmosphere with me um anymore. We we are not doing that at all. Cause see, the first time I learned my lesson is that um that people will will begin to use social media as their tool to kind of give them an excuse to become the idiots they already are. Listen, people don't have to tell you that they're mean and selfish and really don't like you. Let them get on their social media platform and tell you that. Let them confess to the world. And then when it's confronted, then when they're confronted with it, and they say, oh, no, I wasn't talking about you. And you're looking at them like, okay, I'm boo-boo the fool. Am I boo-boo the fool, boo-boo the fool, little cousin, or what, what, whatever the case may be, if that's what you take me for? Because I know you were talking about me. The sad thing is, is this, and that is, um, sometimes we choose our friends based upon who we are in a moment in life. I can honestly say that some of my friends I choose based upon that, based upon the behavior I was, you know, I was in. You know, I didn't choose people based upon, you know, where I was going, but I choose them based upon where I was at, which is dangerous because we choose people who are not progressive, but stand people that are at a standstill. And we can't expect people to progress or move beyond where they're at um, by connecting with people who are at a standstill. Now, I've connected with some people that tend to, you know, I look at some of them like, listen, social media has made you the most immature, dummy, and ignorant person it is in the world. Because number one, um, unless we have lost our ability to communicate as human beings, social media is a way for a coward to be a coward. It's a way for a liar to be a liar. It's a way for you to live a double life. Social media is not you per se. You know, it is who you desire to be. You know, you live vicariously through those those gigabytes in that cyber hub. That you live vicariously through that. That is not who you are. And the sad part about it is, is a lot of people post a lot of things on social media, and um, you know, for likes and clicks. But the truth of the matter is, that ain't who you is. You're hiding behind that persona because everything that you're doing there, you'll never do it in the individual's face. And I always tell people to use statements such as blanketed. This is not a blanketed, a subliminal message. It is. It is. And the reason why it's a blanketed and subliminal message is because you're not confronting the issue like a real adult. You're using gigabytes. You're using a internet system. You're using a platform. Not the person, but a platform. So your issue really isn't with the person, it's with your own ego. You have the issue and you want people to make you feel happy about the guilt that you're suffering. And I had to learn that. I had to learn it through this whole process. I was like, you know, everybody, you know, they went to social media, even though the other person I was talking about a while ago that went to social media and they was just saying all kind of crazy stuff. And I'm like, okay, listen, I hope you find the healing that you need because this right here is signs of trauma in your life. This is trauma. This is somebody that is dealing with traumatic events in their life that have not healed from, 
people who are dealing with traumatic events in their life that they have not processed their 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 hurt they have not done well with hurt um it's some people that are not just that you need to go sit down and talk to a psychiatrist or a psychologist i i am so for self-healing I am so for rejuvenation. I am so for restoration and friendships. But I believe that before you restore anything, you need to heal from. I'm going to say that again. Before you try to restore anything, you need to heal from. This means that you need to heal from whatever your from is. It can be hurt, past hurt, past relationship, rejection. It can be abuse, traumas, it, whatever it is. Whatever you have need of healing from you need to heal first before you try to heal it heal first from what you you tried you done brought into somebody else's life and tore their life up and then come back and then try to heal it because if you're trying to heal it and you the same garbage you was when you left from them and came the first time you you ain't no nothing's gonna happen but chaos and you ain't gonna get nowhere but i honestly tell people listen it's okay for us in black culture or any culture to go sit down and talk to somebody. We all need to talk to somebody. Somebody's certified at that. Some of us need to go sit down and talk to counselors. We need counselors. We need counselors in our life. Go talk to these people. You know how I many people need to really sit down and go talk to these people? There's a whole lot of people need to talk to counselors. Need to talk to counselors. Need to talk to psychiatrists and psychologists. You know, go talk to these people. Go sit down and talk to these individuals. You know, one thing I've learned, even working at a mental institution, that um, it's not the people that are there, and they tell you this in, in class, it ain't the people that you take care of that's crazy. It's the people that you work with that's crazy, and that is so true. And I'll say this, it's not the people who have mental issues that are crazy. It's the people that you know walking around all day long, every day, that are crazy. They're the one with the issues. And so one of the things that I think that we need to do is we need to we need to heal. Focus on healing. You know, this whole time that I've been, you know, distant and silent and quiet and, and to myself and by myself for a while. And you know, I enjoy my peace. Some people I love to see them come. But good God, I'd be so glad when they go. Because all they bring is chaos and pandemonium. I do not like chaos. I do my first listen, the first one thing I, I stick to in that in and that and people will tell you about this about me. The first sign of foolishness from you, I'm gone. I am gone. You can hang it up. We don't even call me. I will ghost you. I will banish. I will disappear off of the face of your radar and the world's radar. I will hide so far that you can't even find me up on the dust trail and I even got my footprints in the ground. There's people right now that are looking for me and can't find me because I don't want to be found by them at all. And so I think I'm getting to a place now that now that I am almost 40 years old, I believe that, you know, my business is doing good. Um, figure that it was had an event this weekend, sold a lot of soap, bath, um, laundry soap. Oh, they just had an amazing one. Um, and that's what I'm trying to clean up now to, you know, 
reorganize my my little office that I'm sitting down on the floor. But um, business is going good. I'm getting ready to expand some stuff again. Um, so but um, I will drop you off anywhere that you bring chaos to my life. I will drop you off and leave you right there. I sure will. There is no one thinking in my life to leave you right where I found you. At. Why? Because my life is better off without trauma. Without without the people. See, there are some people in your life that believe that you need them. But I don't need you if you're a hell I don't need you if you're negative about anything or anybody. I do not need or want you in my life. Period. If you're negative towards people, I don't. I don't believe that I should be associated with, connected to, or surrounded by people who are toxic or negative. Um, and I have a right to whatever I and whoever I allow in my space, and we all do. And so I honestly believe that, um, like, I will go speak on people, cut you off. And it's not that it's not that I'm being rude. It's that I'm protecting my space and my energy. Don't don't blame that over here. Do not bring that over here. Don't bring it. Don't bring it over here. Like your grandma said, "Don't nope. Don't bring them over here. Don't bring." And I mean it. Don't bring them over here. I don't want them in my house. And that's something to say. I don't want them in my space. I don't. I don't want people in my space. That's 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 chaotic. Um. In this whole thing where people like to go in and out your life because they can't get what they want from you. Listen, please stay gone. I and, and and I'm gonna be candid real quick. I'm gonna say this real quick, and y'all gonna be like, "What?" So, a lot of people don't know this, but the church has the worst people to connect with ever. Ever. When I say ever, I mean ever, ever. And so. When I say ever, ever, I mean ever, ever, because let me tell you, there are people in the church that I know personally, personally, and I ain't going to tell you how I know this information, but I'm going to tell you I know personally, that if they can't sleep with certain people, if certain people don't perform or give them what they want, compromise, give them what they want. Child, they be ready to to actually drug cut them people off. The church got the most freakiest people in the novel. I'm so serious. And we won't talk about it. No, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about it. How is pastors right now in the church get mad with other pastors because other pastors won't let them perform certain acts or sexual favors on them. It's passes right now. I'm so serious. And y'all y'all will be looking at me like, okay, did he just say that? Yeah, I did. Because the church try to call out everybody. Everybody about their business. Call everybody out about their lifestyle. But let's just be honest. The church got the most horse people. The most crowds of all kind of ungodliness. Um, I go down the list. Some of the people that I know personally and I know some people personally in church. From being in church, 
you know, some of the people I know personally in church, preachers, Ryan had messed with LeBowen, but yet they talk about, they talk about people. You know, they bash people and they, you know, and there's a lot of pastors that sit around here and bash the people that, that, that are on their staff. They bash people that are on their staff, people that are working with them. They bash them in their own ministry. They're bashing members of their own church. They idiots. Or not that some people, some of them are bashing people that are working on them, working with them as administrators. They so slow. They so stupid. They so fat. They, they, I, I've heard people really be verbally disgraceful, just verbally use some very distasteful words towards people who they need because they're not doing the work themselves. And then they tend to say that people are using them, but they using these people because just like these people took the time out of their business schedule to learn how to do this stuff. You could have took the time out of your business schedule to learn how to do this stuff, but you want that same person that you call fat or disgusting or a sissy to do your work for you. It's that same fat sissy you want to do the work for you. So it, it is definitely like if I was to really like I tell people, listen, my platform ain't for a lot of stuff. And, and and one of those things is my platform is not for garbage and mess. But if I was to ever divulge of names, not for the road next to people, of pastors who have have literally been very um been just very um explicit. But this is what I say, you know, you have to be careful who you call friend because it'd be the same people that you call friend. It'd be them same people. They do like a dog. They do like a dog. I was talking back in her passage just had full blown conversations with full-blown conversations about some of their members and I'm looking at them like, you you serious? You really said that about your own member? You really question their integrity and their leadership. Is you really saying this about your own your own member now? I wonder what you say about people that aren't your member. And then I start questioning a lot of stuff, stuff as well because if you talk trash about your church members and people who you work with and they always talking to you all the time and if you talk bad about them and what you say about me what about my bad? bad that that's my thinking because if you dog them what you you i know you dogging me you can't lie and tell me that you ain't dog you 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 ain't dogging me you are dogging me and the reason why i know you're dogging me is because number one had I not expressed concern over what you said, you you wouldn't have first of all came and said, "Oh no, 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 I don't," you know, because I've, I've I, I'm the type of person I'm bold. I ask questions. They say, "So you, I bet you do the same thing about me behind my back." I don't do that about you. What make me so different? You know, that's the question that you ask me in a relationship or you date somebody. Why you want me? Like, what is it about me that you want? You know, what what make me the one the, the desire? What, what 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 is it about me? So it is the question you ask. What you know? I bet you do that. No, I don't talk about you like that, friend. Everybody that use that word, friend, ain't no friend. Those are just terms of endearment. 
they don't mean nothing. Them terms of endearment, because I'm telling you, every friend got a friend. And so, case one, like I, I know someone that I've, I've, we were uh, connected. Well, I don't know, you know, I'm fumbling on my words. I don't even know how to word it. How to describe the the, the connection anymore? Because um, it's all just a blur at this point. Because you just don't know, you know, people just leaving a whim because they won't they don't want to be held accountable for their actions and their behavior they want to be brushed off that's the narcissist behavior but anyway so um i remember then before i was like you know somebody was calling me was on the phone and it was like oh he's just getting on my nerves they just get on my nerves it just made me so sick just calling just, i'm so tired of them just i just got they always get on the phone to make they just want to be on here with you and just don't want to stay in all kind of just carrying on i was like dang and so my little slick, my father was like, "Damn, well then, what you say about me when I ain't around? You do you say something like that about me when I ain't around? Oh no, I don't say something like that about you." Immediately in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, bro, you lying. You 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 really really telling a lie." Um, yeah, I think you do say stuff about me like that. I actually think you you really do say stuff because if you're that bold. To say something about that individual, and that, and they just calling you. I know you say stuff like that about me when I ain't around. Ain't nobody got to tell me this. You don't tell me this. You do, or don't, because I know you do. And so, um, I just I I, I listen to people, and I pay attention to what they say, what they do. Um, your, your behavior tell on you. Let me tell you. Your behavior tell on you. Listen, it tell on you. And I'm a firm believer that if you got one of the sour behaviors, it's going to tell on you. I don't care what it is that you're doing or have done. That behavior you got, it's going to tell on you. It's really going to tell on you. And I won't, more than anything, I wish people would really stop stop saying crazy stuff and um French oh that's just my friend they all right they they go they're okay people these people got feelings just like you do and just how you break down and you get your feelings hurt you want to crack off people call you to the carpet on stuff don't you think nobody else but I think what it is that we rather excuse our behavior give our own self a pass for our behavior but you ain't getting no excuse for your behavior. We're not going to give you no pass. We, no, we're not giving you no pass. That is messed up. But believe it or not, there's people in our lives that, that um, actually do that. They actually do that. They rather literally excuse themselves for being wrong. You know, they excuse that they be able to pass. Oh, you know I ain't mean it. But when you do it, you don't feel good, you do it back to you think so when that you change foots. Or feet. Don't feel good though. It don't. It ain't. My grandma you better do another as you have them doing you because you're gonna reap what you sow one day, baby. It's gonna come back to you. And when it come back to you, be crying to myself, but it ain't my fault, and I uh 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 uh, pop pop pop. Yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. We got to do better. We got to do better. And we got to do better because we've done enough foolishness to everybody that we connect to. That's why people don't want to be bothered with us. Because we're so busy hurting people and trashing people and doing people wrong that when we're called to the carpet about our behavior, we want to scapegoat. We want to avoid it. But let's just be honest. Stop trying to avoid stuff when you caused it. Anyway, I'm going to go. I got to finish organizing some stuff and getting where my desk is. Thanks for watching this episode of Synergy, guys. The place we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Um, I hope this episode was good, you guys. I love you so much. Um, y'all have a good night. And yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Let's pause for a moment. Wait a minute. Don't you go away. Anywhere. Don't you go nowhere. Alright, so we haven't done from affirmation or an intention in a while. So we're going to do a quick one real quick. Okay. Deep breath in. Breathe into your nose. Deep breath into your nose. Do not enough. Deep breath into your nose. I don't know. Do it like two or three times. Ready? One. Exhale. Two. Exhale. Three. All right. I want you to think about money. Think about what you need financially. This is the ninth month. So let's manifest, not the not, not ninth month, but this is the tenth month. So this month should bring in what you gave birth to in the ninth month. So you ready? For the next 12 years, 13 years, 14 years, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years from now. What I gave birth to in the last month, and we're affirming now. What I gave birth to in the last month shall bless me financially. My family shall be blessed. I shall be blessed. Shall not be without, but I shall always have. Increase is mine. Finances is mine. Wealth is mine. It comes to me. I see it coming to me. See you making large deposits. See you taking money out of a briefcase and putting it into your bank. See money all around you. See jewels and gems all around you. See value. Money is mine. Sickness is not mine. I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm covered. I'm shielded. I'm protected. Money finds me. I'm a steward. A good steward. I don't waste my money, but I spend it wisely. I am able to eat and obtain money because I am a wise. Alright, that's it. Good night.